0: Hello, and welcome to episode five of Erico Blueberry, an unassuming destiny podcast. Uh, my name is Chili Bin. I'm uh, I am so full of McDonald's right now, it's not funny, I'm kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> um, how are you? <laughs> uh,
1: not full of McDonald's, waiting for my sausage to defrost so I can have dinner.
0: <laughs> Very good. Mm.
1: Pod before dinner.
0: I like your priorities. priorities. I, look... I, I I fucked up. I'll be honest. I needed to eat. It's 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 that simple. I needed to eat anyway. Uh, season of the Lost. What are we now? Week three. 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 Yes, because of the compass, the wayfinder compass stuff, which we'll get to. Um. So the story stuff was maybe a little less hard hitting as it has been in the last couple of weeks. Um. Honestly, I'm kind of glad to have a little bit of a reprieve, especially after last week. Um, I mean, we didn't have to read that lore tab, but it all kind of tied together pretty <laughs> yeah. nicely with all the Saint-focused stuff. Um, yeah, we, I, so this is the also the last, like, Shattered Realm environment, I think, based on the triumphs. Mm. It seems like there's only the three. Um, we We both kind of did, like a stream of consciousness dump of notes as we were going through it separately uh which has been really funny to like read through in preparation for today
1: that's the only way i send you show notes
0: yeah yeah and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: screaming I'm, into the discord <laughs>
0: i'm very quickly adopting that style especially because i was it was like yeah wednesday i just finished work i was like okay i've got a couple of hours kind of free before i need to you know do dinner and then i had some other stuff to do that wasn't destiny honestly um so i just like speed ran through all of the story stuff that i could um and just was alt tabbing dumping notes in discord going back to the game um and i'm guessing you kind of follow a similar workflow yeah yeah. Oh,
1: sometimes I'll have my phone and I'll have Discord on yeah. my phone and I'll actively be typing. Yeah, the
0: only issue with I that a a is second. I wanted to dump a couple of images in there, like screenshots out of the game, and you cannot spoiler an image on mobile. Well, I couldn't also get the screenshot onto my phone to post that way because um, there was a couple of interesting bits in there where I was like, I I need to at least show you what it is so you understand what I'm saying just in case yeah. you can't get to the story stuff. but. That thing sure looked like the dreadnought when I first saw it. The big old fucking it, hive ship.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I had a moment where it looked like the dreadnought, and then I pulled back a little bit, but also was trying to look at it while getting absolutely fucked on by enemies. Yeah. Um
0: fucking hive ships, tomb ships. Yeah. The and and the then tomb. I was like,
1: the, the hive or the tomb. <laughs> to me, it also kind of looked like you know from scarlet keep yeah it kind of looked like a wall from the scarlet keep as well yeah so i was wondering if it was like a chunk of the keep maybe tilted
0: yeah i think i put something like that in my notes but then i also remembered on the tangled shore in one of the sections there is something that looks very similar to that which i think when i first saw it i was like oh damn hive ships are a big thing they're huge um so i think that might be more what it's referencing but then I don't know how much they're expecting us to like parallel what's in the Shattered Realm with what's in sort of the real world um because yeah because in the first one there was a church and we were like oh yeah that kind of looks like the church from Trustland um and the second one I I can't remember it was more kind of tangled shore looking shit
1: it might just be me Mm -hmm. but I feel like every Shattered Realm it gets more shattered mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like the yeah. the the landmarks in the first one felt like they were obvious like they mm. were the Trossland church and other like landmarks and yeah. then bits of like the shadow uh, the tangled shore mm-hmm. and they were visible landmarks And then the second one that we saw, the next one we saw was a little bit more obscure. And then this one is a little bit more obscure again. And there's only a couple of identifiable Mm. landmarks. And it makes me wonder if maybe because we'll get to it, but they do refer to like the realm being built on imagination and, and stuff like that, that maybe something is twisting the realm Mm. further.
0: Yeah. I hadn't really picked up on that. Um,
1: But that's just my Edgar Allan Poe, dark sci-fi kind of brain, maybe reading too far into it, where I'm really into dark sci-fi. So, like, Mm. in my head, that makes sense. But it's like it's also Brian Lumley shit, isn't it, where things are twisted.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is the god of deception.
1: To me, it feels like each realm is slightly more disjointed and twisted and warped i guess you could say like the landmarks aren't as familiar anymore every time yeah we get a new one so yeah that's
0: a good point i hadn't i didn't really put all that together i'm i I don't know there's there's so many like different places where the seasonal story is coming in and it all kind of relates but it's also kind of given out not in like a disparate fashion but it's a little bit all over the place because you've got like the main quest for the story and then you've got the the one where you're, like, picking up the Awoken story of Riga and Aga. And then you've got, like, a couple of law books that are dropping as you do Triumphs. And there's also all of the VO in the, in all these missions that you're running, and all the astral alignments and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's, I'm finding it easy to miss little voice lines that clue into stuff. Um, like, I was running uh, a couple of astral alignment activities earlier this afternoon, and there was a voice line that I don't remember hearing. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. But how many how many of these am I supposed to run a week to get everything? That's what I'm not sure about. <laughs> but, That's
1: yeah. it. Thank God. Thank God for, and I say this with love, Destiny nerds mm. who go and find all that shit God, and put yeah. it into a nice linear kind of for those who might not have the time yeah, to run shit I, over and over again.
0: I, I I straight up know a guy who works on the Ishtar Collective website. Um
1: i love
0: that I, I love people that do that kind of stuff um and there's you know there's tons of people that do stuff like that you know there's the braytech uh was tom i think it's basically just one guy in brisbane building this thing um whoever it is it builds dim um it's just it's so good having people that obviously care enough about the game but know how to build cool shit like that mm. uh, It's it's a huge benefit holy shit like I don't know if Destiny will ever actually do in-game loadouts, so thank you to whoever does Destiny Item Manager. I feel like I should actually learn their names. But but, yeah, so good. Um, Anyway, Shadow Realm stuff. Um, Inside that giant hive ship, or even outside there's like giant hive portals, but inside, I don't remember Destiny 1 well enough to be able to identify if that kind of interior layout was something from like crota's end or like any of that kind of stuff around taking king um but it it felt very much like a callback to some of that stuff when the hive was such a huge focus of the story and there were these big enemies just with how like you walk in and there's that big staircase and there's the giant fucking portal thing at the end
1: i didn't pinpoint it specifically to mm. anything in my memory like i i might like crota's end is a massive raid for me that's why i keep saying hey bring crota back yeah. that, that's my that's my big nostalgic raid right mm. um but nothing kind of triggered a nostalgic memory in my head but at the same time it is very vibe architect it's
0: just a vibe you know it's a hive It's vibe. Hive
1: architecture. Yeah. Like we've seen it with Kroda, we see it with the other hive mm. bosses and and Guardians. Not Guardians. Oh, not yet. But also in the trailer for Witch Queen, we see in her yeah. her throne realm. Throne world. Um, there's a lot of that that hive architecture, yeah. which is like it's gross as shit, but it's also really cool. Yes. Like what we see in Scarlet Keep and all of that stuff. It's yeah crusty as hell, but it's also really nice. Like yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. a good.
0: I, I did um, kind of enjoy the the boss fight once I figured out the mechanic of like kill the wizard, stand in the pool, shoot the boss. Yeah, and all I did was empty a clip of Xenophage into it, and I essentially one phased it. <laughs> it
1: yeah, so good. mine was mine was Chaos Reach and a yeah. clip of Zeno, and I was yeah. like, oh,
0: done. Yeah, never mind. Just solo this. All right, bye.
1: You th- you thought of it a lot better than I did because my head immediately went kill the wizard, stand in the fart. Because <laughs> it's just a green cloud and I'm a child, so my brain went, stand in the fart.
0: <laughs> fart wizards.
1: So uh, I wish I was streaming it because I would have been sitting there giggling to myself the entire fucking time. Yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. explain
0: it and everyone watching is just like, oh. oh You're no. gross. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of Xenophage, I actually, I did notice around this week's Shattered Realm, you remember the like little lanterns you had to light as part of the quest to get Xenophage? Yeah. You had to like, carry the flame and dump it in the little... like. I don't know, trough yeah, on the yeah. ground. I saw some of those around the Yeah, they,
1: they did look a lot like those. Hey, no, they I look like...
0: exactly like those actually.
1: Yeah, but I'm also, I'm not confident enough to say that shit with my whole chest. Mm. <laughs>
0: but, but I'm but my worried th-
1: someone who knows better than me is going to be like, oh, dickhead. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, My first
0: fucking thought is like, are oh, we going to have to pick up something and carry it to a bunch of these points? Big gamer um,
1: girl doesn't know a Xeno well. Ooh, ooh Gross. Fucking Um, fart
0: wizard. uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, I I mentioned the the Wayfinder's Compass earlier. Uh, This week is where we finally get like the third major ability, I guess. Safe passage. Safe passage, um, which I guess the Shattered Realms are going to be on a weekly rotation like the the Dreaming City Curse. Um, Interesting parallel that I've only mentioned now and realized um so being able to go back through those now that we've got all of those abilities will be pretty interesting but
1: it'll let us find different anchors and different
0: yeah because i i've I've done a couple of runs through the shattered realm now that i've got safe passage and there's a couple i i know where they are but i can't get to because i think i need to get later upgrades that extend the duration of like barrier breach i think is the last one i'm missing um But even then I'm looking through the triumphs list and it's like, there's still at least a dozen secret triumphs that I don't know how to get. And it's, it's all those like trivial mysteries and all those, all those fun things. But it, it, it has been pretty fun to like do a run, get the new ability and then immediately be like, well, let's go see what it can do. Right. It's that little bit of a hook to be like, go again though.
1: Get back in there, son.
0: Yeah, go and find a little box. Get a little, I don't know, grenade launcher out of it.
1: I keep forgetting the name of what those mysteries are called. And the other day I was running a Shattered Realm with a friend and I kept calling it a Tangible Memory. Ooh. <laughs> and he was like, that no.
0: Tangible Memory feels like it could be a Destiny name for something.
1: Tangled Misery, I don't know, man. Yeah, Like, I keep Trademark. forgetting the names of them. <laughs>
0: mouth mouthfeel. Just thinking of anything for TM now.
1: Transformorphemers.
0: Transmorphosize. I got nothing. This is this is garbage. Um <laughs> All right. Uh, Our brand. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> yes. It's us. We're garbage. We play Destiny. Um I did also note with the boss location in the Shattered Realm. Uh, It it calls it the warship. I don't know if that's Mm. meant to mean anything. Um, But when I was like, I think I put it in all caps when I was like putting my stream of consciousness consciousness notes down. I just wrote new shattered realm. Colon is that the fucking dreadnought? Because I saw it from the front on and I was like, hold up. What is this? Um, I'm now pretty certain it's not. But then when you get inside Uh, and it says the warship, it's like, well, hang on. What are you doing? Um, but I, I did actually you see the same
1: thought as me. Yeah,
0: I did. I did see I'll one just of the be
1: shadow keep, but falling over.
0: Yeah, I, I saw one of the um, Bungie devs. I think that uh, had worked a lot on the shattered realm stuff, and they said that basically all of it was done in about three months
1: amazing
0: so well, if i mean they, if you they're just reusing, have to take
1: assets and tip yeah. them <laughs> well, yeah
0: that, that, that was my thought i kidding like,
1: it's obviously a lot more difficult it is i wouldn't undermine them like that
0: no but but i think like for the amount of complexity that is in there if they've reused assets from previous content then that makes a lot of sense fine. you know
1: it's also normal for games to yeah. reuse assets 100%, and 100%, them like it's 100%. nothing new
0: but it was super interesting to like contrast that with all of the layers of like, well, you need this ability to get these things unlocked and then you'll get the next one and then you can access all these other things. It's like, that would have taken some fucking thought of like, well, if we put a true site here and a barrier breach here, that might be just too close. So let's just nudge it back a bit because we want it to run out until they get the duration extension. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, I can imagine them moving those things around just like little bits and being like, nah, someone with a hundred mobility will be able to clear this. You know, or, like or imagine, that kind of stuff.
1: Imagine being the play tester and oh. your job is just to be frustrated every day. Mm.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: Here's a new way we're going to piss you off.
0: Yeah, I would. And this is, you know, putting on my 10 years of working in software testing hat. Um, I would not be surprised if when they're testing the game, they have some tool where they can just go, okay, give me a character with this stat rollout with these weapons, just because it's like you're trying to test something very specific, you need to be able to set that up without having to actually like grind out a bunch of shit to be able to make an armor build or whatever. That would be so much fun. Holy shit. Just like, oh, I want to see what happens if I you know, have this combination of stats plus this exotic, plus this weapon, plus oh, this yeah. mod.
1: Someone's turned it up to 11 and just... Yeah, well,
0: I mean, and, and that's kind of why when big bugs happen, it's like they can't test every combination because there's there's a calculable but insanely large number of permutations. You know, mm. three classes, four subclasses for each, three trees, all the different stasis stuff, and that's before you even get to, like, mods, weapons, armor, any of that stuff. It's such an insane amount of stuff that can only ever really be tested by the player base because yeah. they're not that big of a studio. They would need so many more people to actually test that themselves. And the money. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have the to pay those people. The money from <laughs> those
1: large scale yeah. testing is absolutely nutty.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, back to Shattered Realm. Um, well, not so much Shattered Realm, but then there's that, that little Petra and Crow scene in the helm right after just kind of odd. I don't know. It felt weird to me because I, I I don't remember much about Petra as a character, and she seems really, like, anti-Crow. She's...
1: She's there for, like, she's kind of like Mara's right hand hmm. man, but she's also Mara's, I guess, in a way, from memory... Um, confidant like Mm. she's her bestie basically i think they're
0: she's i might
1: be i might be misconstruing it or read too far into it but Mm -hmm. from memory there is hints that there's romantic interest there too
0: okay
1: um but she's also very much aldrin
0: solve get in line petra comes first
1: (laughs) um there's Still very much she's there for the Awoken. She's there for the right. Dreaming City. She wants to do what's right by the Awoken and what's right by the city. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so obviously Crow potentially being under the influence of Savathun and Petra not believing entirely that, mm. you know, Savathun is a good influence or, mm. you know, Trustable, trustworthy, trustable. Someone that
0: that even you can work alongside while not trusting them but trying to get to a certain outcome.
1: And then I'd imagine the frustration of, yes, I thought this was Osiris, but it's actually Savathun. So obviously Savathun is the person guiding me and the good person, but him not taking into consideration the amount of betrayal, pretending to be a friend
0: Yeah, yeah, and and that—that I think kind of was more explicitly said when you go to talk to Crow on his own after that little cutscene, when he's basically like, "Well, the only person that ever really kind of believed me, um, or or sort of you know, not supported, but you know, looked out for him was technically Savathan, and he wants to go talk to the Crystal Lady, and they won't let him." Uh, Sava
1: Cocoon.
0: Sava Cocoon. How have we not?
1: (laughs) I just thought of that then. I, I don't know if I've seen it on Twitter and picked it up by osmosis, but just like you said that, and I was like, oh, Savathun Cocoon.
0: Yeah, I I came very close to, like, fucking drafting a tweet that was like, Ikora's in the loom, Eris is on the moon, Savathun is in the cocoon. But then I was like, well, it's basically just you and I that are going to find that funny.
1: (laughs) That's a very (laughs) niche joke. Yeah. That is a very inside joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah, now we've got Sabbath but Sabbath. We can share it cocoon. to whoever
1: watches this. And they yes. can be in and well, the loom.
0: Now they know. You're welcome. Um is in the loom. In the loom. Uh, <laughs> what else was in there? Oh yeah, so like as part of that scene, Petra like holds up a knife to Crow's throat and he says, like, a knife against a hunter? Is that a Something like you know, do you think that's a wise move? I, I don't remember a time before this that he referred to himself as a hunter.
1: Yo, if he becomes the new hunter Vanguard, well, I fucking riot.
0: That that's kind of rioting. Some people have had that theory for a while, but I'm i fairly certain up until now he's only referred to himself as a guardian. Even though like he is very definitely a hunter based on his build, his the fit, and yeah, his, yeah. But I don't think he's ever kind of mentioned concerned. it himself. So this could be them setting him up to become if the Vanguard? He
1: Hunter Vanguard, I'm throwing a fucking chair through a window in the tower.
0: Alright, if not him, then who?
1: Cade's seven. <laughs> bring back Cade seven. His ghost is dead,
0: you can't bring him back.
1: I'm sure the big scary head has a way.
0: Oh no. Hmm. <laughs> no, they they're gonna oh, bring it up. Clovis gonna...
1: Bray for Hunter Vanguard.
0: Oh, no, it's just Banshee. <laughs> just the big
1: head and the it's tower.
0: Banshee, like, 49. Something like that. Ugh. None of those are good. Um, yeah, Savathin still sounds like she's speaking when her voice lines come through with, like, multiple voices. I don't know if you kind of heard it. Maybe it's me because i like, we'll just play with these headphones on and it's, like, right here.
1: I it play with phases
0: in and out a little bit.
1: I have these on and like these are pretty good headset um and usually when I'm just playing by myself I flick it from you can flick the balance between chat and game ah. to prioritize the audio so sometimes when we're doing a raid for example I'll prioritize the chat a little bit right more. okay when I'm playing by myself I flick it down to game so just game audio yeah. is yeah, prioritized yeah. and then I usually have it quite loud um, probably not good but in the long run <laughs> um, um, I noticed it as well, but part of me is also like, is that trying to make them sound crystallite? Her crystallized, or is that actually Savathun yeah, well, of more than one voice? it maybe. almost sounds
0: like it's pitched down and almost distorted.
1: Like yeah,
0: yeah, it's
1: tell you what though, the lady who voice acts Savathun.
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's, in she. Mint. I don't know if you like, she's yeah. been in a bunch of stuff as a voice actor, a bunch of games. um, An Star Wars stuff, force yeah. awakens. No, not force awakens. Uh, Oh, what is it? Jedi, Star Wars, Jedi fallen order. Yeah. It's got like a really awkward name. Um, but she voices kind of your Jedi mentor, like reluctant mentor. And there's a lot of like emotionality to the delivery of a lot of those lines. Cause she's like, well, I kind of gave up that life, but you definitely need me to be this mentor. And like, the 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 face the face capture does a fair bit of work in getting that across but also her voice performance is just outstanding in that role um so when i when i when i you know found out that that's who it was i was like oh okay yeah no that's that's fantastic i think
1: that's why she was so familiar to a bunch yeah. of us in our clan as well because we definitely had those moments where we were like i know her fucking voice from somewhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For um, me, she was in a few uh, dubs of anime that I'd watched over the past few right, years and a yeah. couple of video games. But before they announced who it was, I was like, I know her voice. Yeah. But she's got that slow, methodical, I wouldn't say sultry, but in a way mm. like that just musical, the way she speaks is just perfect for Sabathoon, and the lines she delivers are just like that. She reminds me of... um. The snake from Jungle Book when he says trust me right. and it's like really kind of calming and and I'm like, yo, that's such yeah, a nice it's, touch it's to like have that, a voice like that as her character.
0: It's like that like intentionally slow delivery to make you like stop and pay attention in a sense. And can also be like kind of unsettling and mm. scary, but in a way so that, that you don't know.
1: That voice with like we're yet to establish if it's a thousand other voices, maybe? Ooh. Or many voices? Mm. Um, but that <laughs> that effect on it is very like, oh yeah. It's, uh, it's you definitely pick it up, but mm. for me the first couple of times it was I think I picked it up subconsciously, and then when she said something, I was like, ah Yeah, I don't
0: like yeah, this. Yeah,
1: actually there's an echo on that, isn't yeah.
0: there? Yeah, yeah, kind of uncomfy. Um what I'm trying to think if there was anything else with kind of this week's story stuff. The um the Ripples law book this week was again, not as kind of hard hitting in terms of the emotional stuff that we had with like Saint Mithrax going off to do an override together. Um, like a fucking buddy cop. It was it was kind like, of a weird story I... of like a hive knight having died in the ascendant realm and then coming back through combat. It was, or something. It was mm. it, it felt just like they're just doing like some, some world building. It didn't kind of have as much, to me at least, as much relevancy to stuff that I know well.
1: It it felt not law building, but rule building. Yeah. Where they were establishing the rules of yeah, good point. what we're kind of dealing with mm. a little bit, which Destiny does really, really well. Like Bungie's story writing, just I want to give all of their story writers hugs yeah. because they have this really good way of um, – almost organically explaining the rules yeah. and they very rarely break the rules but when they break their own rules there's usually a reason behind it and they give a tangible reason within yeah. the scope of the world that makes sense once you know yeah but some law books i feel like are really just a dramatic kind of theatrical way of explaining mm. a rule or how something works
0: yeah and that, and that it's interesting you say that about like subtly setting rules because that's kind of like to in my head with regards to like osiris getting essentially possessed by savathun and i can see why people want to think that maybe crow is under a similar kind of influence but to me the rule there is crow still has his ghost therefore he is protected osiris lost his therefore savathun got in for
1: me crow's I think I called it Crow Simp for Sabathun. Yeah. I think it's less less Sabbathoon direct like possession mm. and more influence as in like once I go I go back to the metaphor of abuse or someone mm. abusive and manipulative in yeah. your life. Crow's built that codependency. Sure. Because regardless of whether it's Osiris or Sabbathoon it feels like safety. There's that
0: attachment, to yeah. Him.
1: But we don't know why Savathun brought him into the tower after what he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So is it, is it less? What is
0: she setting him up for?
1: It's a direct influence, but by way of manipulation. Yeah. And I think okay. that's it. I think, yeah. and I think that's why he's like, I have to go see her. I have to go talk to her. I have to be around mm. her. is because she has built that codependency on her.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a little bit like damned. If you do let him talk to her, it, damned, damned if you don't, because if you, don't let him go. He's gonna get all angsty and probably just flip out.
1: Do it anyway.
0: But if you risk it, there's the chance that like Sabathun she will further her claws in more. deepen or yeah.
1: Having a psychology degree has absolutely fucked me this season because oh, I, I think same. I am looking I am looking at Sabathun and the stuff she does, knowing she's the queen of uh-huh. like yeah. lies and like deception. Yeah
0: and having, then looking
1: at her interactions and her, going back and thinking about the past as mm-hmm, well and just mm-hmm. going
0: i think i can just, just I'm, f- I'm fairly certain this em- is accurate emotionally
1: uh, manipulative kind of
0: yeah I, I, was, I was gonna say i think i think it's fairly accurate for me to say we both have sight degrees and both have lived experiences with emotional abuse hmm. uh, this season kind of hits yeah A that's bit. it
1: right like And we had that post chat discussion where you you read me that law book, and I was like, "Yo, that whole thing feels like a metaphor for Mm. depersonalization—being trapped and watching someone do something." Uh oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But Uh I do
1: definitely look at the way Sabathun communicates with people, and then people's reactions. Mm. Mm. And for me, my biggest thing is like, Mara's never going to admit she was wrong. Because when in the past has she really admitted that she was wrong? So if this whole thing, which I feel like it will because we've seen the trailer, um, when it backfires on her, I think she's Mm going to have a really hard time admitting she fucked up.
0: Yeah, she'll have some big dramatic moment where she breaks down and admits or, I don't know, something to that Throws
1: herself in another hole, who knows? Yeah,
0: makes herself (laughs) blow up all over again. Who knows?
1: But yeah, I, I definitely think when I call Crow a simp for Savathun, I think it is just he's built a codependency.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not, on quite, it's not quite like Stockholm syndrome, but it it is that kind of you, like it's the only, had, it's the only entity that's kind of ever shown him respect, I guess.
1: And it's I or that I think that he
0: thinks, that yeah.
1: The only person who hasn't looked upon him and been like, "Um, you, you killed one of ours." Yeah. Why should we trust him? Yeah, look at him for who he is, done? not who
0: his body used to be.
1: But we even saw it a little bit in the first week where he was jostling mm. to rescue Osiris against Saint. And that feels like a massive breach of kind of like boundaries or respect because mm. Saint is established as Osiris's partner now officially. Yes. And he's trying to beat osiris's own partner to rescue osiris yeah. and rather than work with saint he wants to be the first one there
0: yeah just so
1: it's like it's codependency just that's let, my that's just my let opinion. crow
0: kiss the cocoon let him ch- kiss the crystal
1: <gasps> and he gets stuck to it like when kids lick like <laughs> frozen poles frozen handrails i want that i want oh no. crow to get stuck to the sever cocoon
0: no, so what, what's going to happen is like Marisol's standing there working on her desk, right? She's like, here's his crow kind of like yelp like out the in pain, like mm. yeah, yeah. But that then she, she goes to and all she can see is Crystal Crow's back. She goes like, "Homie, are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, um, don't tell anyone about this." And it's just like zip is undone, <laughs> and he's stuck there.
1: Oh, being discovered by your sister! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say tongue.
0: No, no you okay? I, 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 I don't know why why my head went to. He's gonna try fuck that crystal, but it did.
1: <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> tongue stuck. Does that a thing?
0: Oh, man,
1: we're weird. I hate our brains. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. Like I said that, and it wasn't actually that like surprising for you that I would say that. It's more surprising for me that you didn't beat me to it. If I'm honest, expected
1: product behavior.
0: No, because I
1: hate, I hate crow. I yeah. don't want to think about that.
0: I mean, that he, he, he would be enjoying. It. His dick would be stuck to a big old crystal. <laughs> I <just laughs> Don't want to think saying? about it
1: because crow looks like every dude I dated in high school. Oh, it's man. not great. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a self-read fringe. The yeah, big fringe.
0: Huh. <laughs> ah. Yeah, Savage cocoon, very good. Um,
1: Nicks out for Savage cocoon.
0: Let me just do Mm -hmm. this because it's below the show. I will. Um,
1: I will leave this call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's not do that. This is not the right part of YouTube. Okay. uh, Any other stuff from the story this week?
2: Mm.
0: Like the Riga and Aga story was kind of just more of the same. There wasn't any kind of big new things that feel like revelations or parallels to anything else
1: um the only other thing i can see and i can think of was that stood out to me was the take the scorn and the hive teaming up yes and i went oh
0: yes <laughs> yeah i think i think maybe bife did a video about that in like the last week or so i haven't checked it out but i think i saw the thumbnail come across my feed but yeah that feels because like the the Elixir have kind of come in with the tower and the vanguard um, I don't know what's happening with the cabal, but they're still out there. Um, so, is, still is, pissed off. Somewhere. Is this gonna? Yeah, is is she gonna like sort of bring the cabal in line to work with us? Is it gonna be like this three on each side, fucking team battle, light versus dark, some kind Hard of to shit? Because
1: in that cinematic, uh, Savathun openly admits to having a hand in the Zavala Keitel conflict as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Of course. Maybe she was setting it all up, like it. anything's on the table.
1: That's that's God the hardest thing about. That's the hardest thing about this. Like, they've given us the end, mm. and now we're working through the, you know, the like we joked middle. last. We joked it last week, where it was like, "Hi, I'm Sabbathoon, and you may be wondering how I got here." And then we have to go back and play through.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's a week. We're literally,
1: dr- we're literally lining up the dominoes. Yeah, and we. Even though we're lining up the dominoes, we don't know when they're going to fall or where they're going to fall.
0: Yeah, but like. Bungie
1: are giving us the pieces and we're like, okay, but when does it fall? The
0: other side of that is we're also looking back at ourselves going, you dumb fuck, you're going to push that first domino over. Stop standing them up and you can't help it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like Mara keeps doing stuff. I'm like, homie, no. Yeah, just
0: go away again. Go back to wherever it was you were.
1: This is the marble on the Rube Goldberg machine that you don't want to hit. Like we don't.
0: We don't do What this.
1: is what puts everything in motion? And it's also like what kind of a major events are we mm. looking at between now and the throne realm? Yeah. How do we get there?
0: I like know. how does how does the throne world get created? Like where has this shit been coming from? Has it always been there?
1: What if we all decided as a whole just not to go get Sabathun's worm?
0: Fucking we just everyone goes on strike. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hunt that worm the into Guardians The Guardians fucking... unionize Hunt <laughs> the worm into space.
0: Oh, I like I want to do that anyway.
1: I want Put it on Saint one of those Titan to...
0: Frisbees and just sling it.
1: Saint 14 to drop kick. Yes. Savithoon's worm.
0: Yes. It's a That's, Sounds like some kind of euphemism I don't want to understand. Sabatoon's worm. Ugh. Um,
1: Ugh. ironically enough, looping back to our conversation before. Mm. One of my show notes is literally just "kiss the cocoon."
0: It is, yeah. No, I, I looked ahead to that.
1: I don't know <laughs> what bit I was up to. I don't know what bit I was up to. I but think, I think
0: it was right after, like we're talking about, you know, Crow having a chat with Sabathur and That's all he wants. So yeah, and then you just, just, just wrote, a little
1: chat, kiss, kiss the cocoon. The cocoon.
0: <laughs> it's very good. I, I, um, look, I'd let him. I'd let him talk.
1: You, him. you did the other quest, didn't you?
0: Uh, yeah, that was the one with the the, the sort of Riga and Aga story mm. beat, the audio log stuff. Like I said, there, there wasn't much that I kind of took out of that. Um, it's it's more. It seems like more of the same, like allegory for Aldrin and Mara, lightness, darkness. It, it, yeah, there wasn't anything there. I was like, oh fuck, big moment. It was more like okay. But then looking at the the room you go into to drop those all off. This is now the third one, and from what it looks like, there's only four. Oh, okay. And looking at it from outside the game, I'm pretty sure this is where we get a new exotic Aga's Scepter, which they keep talking about in the story that they're telling. And I think that might be involved. Have you seen in the Shadow Realm, there's like these big purple kind of mm. sparkly things that you can shoot and it says immune. I think you might need Aga's Scepter to blast those open. Because I can't see anything system. else that oh, oh. Um, but I think I think we've seen like images from Bungie of what that weapon is in the promo stuff. I think it was in the showcase even.
1: Or teasers and
0: stuff. A little yeah, bit. It, it looks like a giant fucking rifle. I don't know. I I don't remember. Hell yeah. Yeah, um, but I think we might be close to actually kind of wrapping that quest line up and getting a big new gun. And that'll be fun.
1: We love a big new gun in mm. our fire team.
0: Yes. We, we we really do. Um, speaking of big new guns, well, not really, just big stuff. Um, we had Mayhem Week last week, given that we record, like, the day after Reset, and mm. then we haven't really played that much by, by the time we record. Um, I, I had a real dumb fucking Mayhem strat that I tried out. It was Titan, Ward of Dawn, Big Protective Bubble. Helm of Saint-14, so get the shield, blind anyone that comes in and then I was running Trinity Ghoul so as long as I could get one kill to start the chain reaction of lightning shots, I would just duck in and out of the bubble, just shoot it off it kind of worked but that, that, amount of, that amount of setup was too much so then I just went back to using Sunshot so I was getting the the damage boost from the bubble, I had a place to hide no matter where I was and I would get a bubble back before that one had run out so i was just like kind of moving the bubble around very slowly jumping out getting and sunshot was basically like a two-tap kill mm-hmm. unless i was in their super and then it's a different story but i was just pulling some dumb shit because like i got i got my pinnacles done i was just like look I'm, I'm just here to grind activity streak bonuses i don't care if i win i don't care if i come top or bottom of the leaderboard i just want to do some dumb shit it's mayhem and that's that's it's sometimes the best week. time yeah and then going back <laughs> going back to the fucking the titan frisbee doomfang Pauldron build where in a single jump because i'm basically alternating grenade and jump so that i'm like grenade hover and then just like slowly falling and i think i must have got like a dozen fucking frisbees off before i landed <laughs> and just bouncing them off the walls oh, it's so trash but it's so fun <laughs>
1: For some reason, when I see you bounce things off the walls, all I can think of is like, ugh, it's terrible. But mm. you know that clip of Trump going, bing 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 bong. bing, <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see you ricochet a frisbee down a hallway, for I some really reason in my head,
0: where that was going.
1: <laughs> for some reason in my head, I just hear Trump going, bing bong, bing bing bong. <laughs> Oh fuck! I don't uh, know why.
0: Now all I'm going to think about is that.
1: Bing bong, bing bing bong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it couldn't have been a pinball machine, but it's specifically Trump doing that noise. Holy shit!
1: I uh, have that video saved to my computer. Oh my god! No
0: Blackout. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Bing bong, bing oh. bing bong.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: I've also that's... been irritating our fire team with good soup.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? At at the moment, completely not destiny related. But at the moment, on TikTok and Twitter, there is just a clip of Adam Driver taking a sip of soup and then going, soup." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not aware and of this. And it's just
1: trending on TikTok and Twitter for no reason. I mean, the episode of the episode of Girls that it happens in is in like 2016, so it's come from nowhere. Wow! But every time something happens, I'm like good soup.
0: That was like um, right after uh, Tom Cardi's song "Big Breakfast" made a, another round through the Discord server. Um, um, Patricia,
1: daddy wants a big breakfast. Daddy want the
0: big breakfast. Um, shout out to Tom Cardi for an absolute banger. Uh, I I don't. It just it got stuck in my head. The phrase "big breakfast" and I started using it as like. I don't know a, a celebratory cry whenever I did something. Whenever I did something cool big in Gambit, breakfast. yeah, like when I deposited a large block, it was like, "Ooh, big breakfast!" <laughs> just,
1: I remember being in a Gambit game and you depositing fifteen and going, "Ooh, Daddy wants a big breakfast!" Yeah,
0: or I went to invade and just said something basically the same. Just we cur- like we are actual curses in human form.
1: I like That's to say I'm a say. nightmare in a flesh suit. Yeah,
0: yeah. It sounds uh, uh, it sounds fun.
1: Another another uh, favorite of the server lately has been baked beans.
0: Baked beans. It's from the same baked song. Bions. It's from the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Hashed brown.
1: Hashed brown. It's very good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is a podcast for our clan and our clan. <laughs> <laughs> at, hey, at this look,
0: point, <laughs> if we're having fun, if we're entertaining ourselves, chances are someone else is. I like to bring
1: people into inside jokes. I think it's lovely when you involve someone in an inside joke.
0: Unless it takes like five minutes to explain, and then you might as well have just created a new joke with that person that you were talking to. Um, But maybe that's just me.
1: Mayhem, though. Yes. Mecham. Speaking of curses, it's me. IB and Mayhem is my week.
0: Yeah, I... (laughs) I'll be honest, I was not a huge fan of the this round of Iron Banner bounties. I think three of mm. them were, like, final blow based, which are always just a bit more of a pain in the ass, especially when it's, like, ability final blow for one, weapon final blow for another, and then I think the other one's just, like, get kills, and that's that's fine. But it's it just seems to take so much longer, at least for me, to get those done, where, whereas the other ones where it's, like, Play matches, capture zones, get kills, bonuses for this and that. Cool. I'll I'll probably get all of those done, but I think I only got one done out of the four.
1: I think this week I was very aggressively reminded of the the dichotomy of mayhem and IB players. Yeah. Because we went from a particularly cursed IB match where I just I was not having a good time. Mm. Which sucks because I love IB. Yeah. Uh, we were up against a four stack and all of them were running. Sweet
0: business. Yeah. <laughs> that is so shit. <laughs>
1: I hated that every minute of it. So Ugh. we got real mad, finished. We didn't, we never jettison anything unless it's quite obviously cheaters. Yeah. So we played that through and we're like, fuck IB. Let's go into mayhem for a while because we're all grumpy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I ended up in an IB match with three warlocks who were just chaining their well of radiances. So they were just <laughs> rotating through the group. So there was a well of radiance oh, regardless of where you were.
0: Actually the worst. So like
1: my chaos reach was particularly fucked that day.
0: Yeah. Although, and then
1: I had my geos on, which extend.
0: Do you remember that one? I think it was like after a raid and we were all like pissed off and it was Mayhem week. And we six stacked it, and I think the plan was I ran bubble as a titan. Everybody else just ran whatever damage super they wanted, and the bubble basically became home base because they had to come to us to get kills. Yeah, but then they would have five supers unleashed on them. We did and it in back Swan to the bubble too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb.
1: I love mayhem because it's just it's no sweat shitheadery.
0: Yeah, and it does match matches like- a quick. Just you come up.
1: here you come to Mayhem to be a shithead, which yeah. is why I thrive. Because yeah. it's just me throwing chaos reaches and screaming into the Discord server.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> whereas whereas this week we've got Mayhem's shitty cousins, Team Scorched. Um, which I've I've done enough to get the seasonal challenge done of kill guardians and team scorched, and then I'm not touching it again.
1: I need to do that, and yeah. I'm kind of dreading it. It's Because I know I'm going to put fine. myself through the stress of trials this week. Yeah, yo,
0: so. yeah, we'll Match make some trials. Just fucking solo queue it, see what happens. There'll be a lot of people trying it out, so there might be some... I
1: might get ferried to the tower, and then I will be laughing from the tower. Ha 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 ha, look at my flawless.
0: <laughs> as long as one of us gets it, I'll be happy.
1: Honestly if me of all people gets flawless and gets ferried to the tower, I know two people in our fire team that will be very tilted. And that's oh, well, why I want to do it.
0: You'll be one of them.
1: I want to make some big men real
0: salty. <laughs> yeah, me too. I I'll, I can't help, but I want to see that happen. That's just who I am. Um, yeah. So I that live would...
1: to piss people off in our fire yeah, team. You it's a good time.
0: Um, I'm trying to think what else we had down for this week
1: uh, we ran our first uh, Vogue in oh a while. yeah
0: well first Vault of Glass for the season so first Vault of Glass or actually any raid without our dear friend Paul one out Breach and Clear we miss you we want you back um, had to change up a bunch of strategies around boss damage not that we were relying on Breach and Clear but we just got kind of used to it in terms of like two anarchy super you know go again um, so yeah there was a fair bit of like reconfiguring some strategies and just moving people around and all of that so it felt a bit I don't know like
1: it felt if, like day one kind of
0: well yeah or like that first week of like we think we know how it works and now it's just about getting those rhythms down all over again That's that's more what it felt like
1: it's everyone finding their place. And I mm. think with Breach and Clear and a few of the other mods, we we may have knowing that they were going to wait, we might have lent too hard on them.
0: But they, a little bit. They were also really fucking really good. good.
1: <laughs> but to our own detriment, we might have lent in too hard. So I'm yeah. kinda interested to see how the final encounter for DSC is going to go this week that we're True. planning to run because True. we don't have Breach for A Trax.
0: Yeah. I mean, tank tracks. Yeah, well, 10x, but if you go back, you go back to the A trax encounter, just go back to trusty old lament, lucent blade. Yeah. That was like, that was the strategy. And I think that's the Double still holds lament
1: up. and a Xeno.
0: Yeah. I think uh, that's But the final
1: win. encounter, yeah, tenx. sorry. I always get mm. them confused. So I don't yeah. know why. Um, We have done big four nuke clears with breach and clear. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited to find out. But it did it did very much feel like those first couple of runs where everyone was kind of trying to find their spot and their position yeah. and their yeah, function yeah, yeah, again. Yeah.
0: But a but a jostling, I guess, just kinda getting back in the groove.
1: <laughs> Especially with the last couple of encounters in the vault, particularly. Mm. There was a lot of trying to figure out damage phases and our positioning and damage phases back out again and then. Yeah. Holding off supers or popping. Like well, it was also to, like...
0: like changing rhythms too because we used to do mm. Templar boss fight as a, like we would force ourselves to two-phase it so that we could get the Oracles in that second round. But we had enough damage from Breach and Clear that we could two-phase it. This time I think we ended yeah. up doing it in like 4 Four, Maybe. yeah, but but we basically went. But okay. we were
1: playing very conservatively. Yeah, like we, we, we were doing we changed, damage and then going
0: back. We, well, we changed the timing, so it was basically like we're going to block explicitly one teleport, and then we're going to go back and sort of get clear and get ready for oracles. Um, but you know, is that is that kind of adjustment that you need to do when your damage output is different across mm. the board? <laughs> but yeah. Doing doing Deep Zone Crypt again will be fun. I love that raid, but also very different to how we did it last time. Um it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Even if we stumble, like DSC is one of those raids that even when you stumble, it's still a really fun raid.
0: Yeah. Oh it's, oh, it's so good. Uh I how have I not talked about this yet? Uh my new graphics card turned up the day I after about to ask yeah, about the, it. the day after our last episode recording it it did show up on on the friday um my my shiny new 3080ti uh it is just so good um so i for 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 reference i guess before this i was on an nvidia founders edition 2080ti so it's their like you know nvidia stock cooling which has a history of being trash um or it's it's more that they just don't do good fan profiling is kind of the only way I can describe it because it would basically the fans would go from zero to a hundred when it reached a certain amount of load. Yeah, they would. And by a hundred, what I mean is it sounded like I was pointing a hairdryer into this microphone, <laughs> um, even though the microphone is straight above me and the graphics card is like over there behind a monitor in the corner of the room. Uh, to the point of you.
1: Chili is taking off jokes yeah. were dropped when we could hear. Yeah, it. So like
0: basically on my, on my keyboard, like right next to where my, so I've got my left hand WASD. If I just stretch my pinky out, I've got a hotkey for muting my microphone and discord. And I would just get used to smashing that when I could hear the fans coming through my microphone into my headphones. <laughs> anyway, that's all to say I was previously running it at, I think 1440 P resolution on, high graphics not highest but high and i was able to pretty comfortably hit 60 frames a second albeit with the fans spinning up basically when there was a lot of like elemental effects on the screen um so mayhem was a nightmare for that um but now now with the 3080 ti which is an asus card um it's one of their tough tuf series cards so it's all about Mm. like reliability and good cooling and all sorts of 3080 ti so it's fucking powerful um so i've i've now i was gonna say i've cranked it i've i've cranked it up um i've cranked the, the graphics up to running at 4k um so i want to make use of this 4k monitor i've got um still on high graphics uh but it's it's hitting 60 frames a second at about 40 percent usage on the gpu so it's still also very quiet I did let it run without the 60 frame limit on it just to see well one how high it would go but also two how loud it is when it's at full it was fine like it was yeah. not much louder than it is just normally um and also uncapped it it ran at like 140 frames a second or there's a thereabouts but uh it was also like jumping around a bit and you know on a Monitor that can only really do sixty frames a second. I don't want to run that many frames. Yeah. With without running VSync, because um, it just gets real nasty. Um. So yeah, being able to actually like hit four K sixty, almost with everything turned up. Um. It's it's really nice to not sound like I'm in a wind tunnel while I do that. <laughs> I'm also able to get the most out of it. Um. So yeah, it's it's real fucking good. <laughs> I'm 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 not advocating that anyone go and spend that kind of money on a graphics card because they're still kind of overpriced um but if you are financially able to they do look real good
1: (laughs) i was trying to remember what i have in my build i think it's a 3080 as well Mm. but it's yeah i for that same reason that you said before i stayed away from the nvidia founders founders card because i had heard that their cooling and their fan profiling is notoriously garbage
0: well also the the 2080 that series was the first time any of the ray tracing stuff had gone into their cards so it was more of like it was a technology jump not a performance jump yeah and so the 30 series is well the ray tracing's also better but also it is that big performance boost that even even over a 2080 ti i notice it you know like i'm able to get a bunch more frames out of everything i'm running more things at 4k 60 native um and I, I will go on record as saying no one ever needs more than 4K because your yeah. eyes cannot fucking tell the difference. Like, I'm at the point where 1080 to 4K, I can almost tell it if I'm looking at certain things. But anything past that, it's too fine a resolution for human eyes to fucking pick it that was, up.
1: It's a flex more yeah. than anything, really. Yeah,
0: and, that, and that's where, like, this fucking outlets saying that oh yeah the ps5 they're going to put a pro model out that does 8k it's like homie it's not even actually doing 4k like if you want to talk about native 4k that shit will run you thousands of dollars in hardware to pull it off probably yeah you're not getting that out of a ps5 (laughs) come on don't be silly you do some you can do some clever stuff with like you know the dlss sort of upscaling using ai and and all that and that stuff is wicked and totally works. But using the phrase, like, true 4K when you're talking about a gaming console? No. Fuck off. <laughs> no thank you. Anyway, that's that's my little, I don't know, tech, 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 nerd, tech nerd corner. Um,
1: Mine isn't as exciting. I'm just getting
0: a new monitor. Hey, that that could be exciting.
1: I'm playing on my first build I built when I was... 23, so mm. I don't want to age myself, but let's say... A while ago. These monitors are like the first Samsung gaming monitors with right. the thick black plastic bevel and the round oh, yeah. base. I
0: was, like one of my monitors is, is still one of those like kind of wide bezel beasts. And it's got
1: the curved, the curved back when right. Samsung yeah, yeah, yeah. went through that whole like curved ripple mm. mm-hmm. phase of their... Mm-hmm. Um so Another I can't VESA, I can't VESA mount them or anything because oh, I pulled yeah. the back off and found out they don't have mounts. But on top of that in the middle of VOG one of my monitors started flickering and I was like
0: love that. Uh oh. oh.
1: <laughs> Got a fog jumped back on. My monitor wasn't responding. It mm-hmm. had pretty much gone dead the backlight but nothing on it right. restarted my pc three or four times and then it's back on and now i'm too afraid to turn my pc off oh no but I've, used, I've used a work monitor from working from home as a test monitor and i've definitely isolated it to the monitor so i'm out 300 bucks now but a Necessary Evil, I suppose, because I could not go back to, especially on a gaming PC, going back to one monitor. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so need used to... I my Discord
1: YouTube DIMM monitor, thanks. Yeah, like, I've,
0: I've been using two monitors for so long, I find it really hard to go back to one. Um, and I also, like, the this, this setup here, I also use it for working from home. So I've got the two monitors here, and then to the left of my main monitor, I'll have my, like, work laptop... So when I'm working, I have three and I'm getting used mm. to that now yeah. to the point where I kind of want to figure out if there's a way to get a third monitor into like my gaming setup. Cause like, I, I like having discord up where I can see it. Like, especially if we're doing raids and we've got maps and stuff we need to look at. Um, and also like being able to see who's in the voice call. Like if someone joins and I don't have to be like, who is that? It's like, Oh, I can just see. Um, but if I also like want to have, I don't know, some video on, while I'm playing something, it gets real messy, like trying to yeah. have both of those up in a way.
1: And we we also quite often with the Fire team, we stream into our Discord mm. quite frequently as well while yeah. we play yeah, it'll low be like, effort, you know, low energy.
0: Just watching some stuff modes. together. We're playing yeah. Mayhem, so it doesn't really or matter. Or Yeah. yeah. Um, and for a while I was running my second monitor in portrait mode, and that actually kind of worked because... You split a screen in half when it's in portrait mode, and each one of those is basically the same aspect ratio as a landscape mm. like sixteen by nine um, It just means that it's kind of a small thing that I'm working with because it's a 1080p i think like twenty four inch monitor, so it's not that much in terms of mm. um, pixels available for half of a window <laughs> but yeah anyway, very much first world problems um I also have no way of mounting another monitor in here. I'm taking up a lot of space as it is. (laughs) I've got the two monitors, the camera there, the microphone over the top of one of these, the two lights. Like there isn't really room to throw another one in.
1: And that's why I upgraded to a kitchen countertop. (laughs) (laughs) I IKEA DIY'd my desk. It is just a countertop and six legs. I mean, that's my old desk. What
0: what else is a desk if it's not that?
1: It's just, it's normally super stable, but because I've got very cheap monitor mounts, as people have probably noticed in the recordings, if I move.
0: Oh yeah. And that's that.
1: partly because my cameras on my monitor and the monitors themselves are very stable because mm-hmm. of the design and then the cheap monitor mounts. So I'm very excited to be able to VESA mount <laughs> mm both monitors eventually and and have a stable tripod or something for recording episodes and streaming It'd Be yeah. nice. yeah it would
0: be nice for you i like that for you
1: <laughs> you may have a decent setup as a treat yeah <laughs> as a little treat
0: <laughs> uh all right uh i think that's probably going to do it unless hmm. unless i'm missing we'll something this week
1: i no, don't know we've covered everything
0: Trying to think if, if any of those seasonal challenges were especially fucked, but it's kind of the same of like do a bunch of astral alignments, do a nightfall kind of stuff. Aside from the team scorch, that one can kind of bite it, but I've done it, so I'm just like cool. Two days into the week, I'm out. Just leave go me, do, me go do the shit.
1: thing. Go do the thing in the shattered realm. Oopy, you don't have the right the right upgrade for your compass. Oh, you come oh. back.
0: You come back later when you do. Come
1: back next week. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Except, sorry. except this week is like, here's the last one. But also there's still these big purple blobs. Figure that out later. I just
1: want Petra revenge, just to be like, hmm, not this week. Sorry.
0: Oh, sorry. Did you leave that one at home? Oh. oh. oh you oh, want to be able honey. to jump, but you
1: can't. Could you not have the wide upgrade. Oh, <laughs> oh, honey.
0: Oh, it's annoying, actually. Um, so you pro- you'll probably know the one I mean. When you do, in this week's Shadow Realm, when you do the second beacon, you go up to that top part, there's there's all those broken islands with the fields of whatever they're called as you come across.
1: You like slow.
0: Yeah, uh, fields of strife, I think they're called. And there's that one chest on one of those islands there, which is just too far to jump from those little blocks. Without but the... But there's a point from up top that I fully believe you could make that jump from, but they've put like a a wall there an invisible wall that if you cross it insta death because i tried rude. i tried a couple of times i was like i can make this fucking jump don't be stupid and then they've got like the the those big rocks that phase in and fly past those got me a couple of times but then i got the timing right made the jump and then it was like dead what so i'm on to you Bungie, making me do things properly
1: how dare you not let me circumvent
0: the rules. Yeah. But, you know, game designers trying to tell me something, trying to inform me about how to use the systems, how to, there's there's always a way they want me to do it. Um, this was probably one of the few times where the way that I tried to get around it didn't actually work because they thought of it and blocked it.
2: <laughs>
0: Usually they're pretty good about like, ah, oh, fuck it. No one's going to find this or oh, it's not really that consequential. Um. But yeah, I had to wait. I had to, to wait the, wait until the second like pass when I had the true, true no uh, safe passage, and then went back through and was like, "Oh, okay, I guess I'll just just jump over there then. <laughs> it's fine."
1: They were ready for people like us.
0: Yes, they're learning. One of well, they know. They
1: know one of our our fire team members is a speedrunner who will pe- literally push the boundaries of the game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get out of here. Um, yeah. This has been episode five. Thank you all for watching mm-hmm. along, listening along, audio, video. We've got both options. Um, just vibing. Just vibing. Um, if you want to vibe Thanks with us. Being here. If you want to continue to vibe <laughs> with us, subscribe, tell a friend, you know, the drill. You, YouTube's not a new thing. We don't have to tell you how to use it. Um, but we, we, we would like some more friends to, to talk to, I guess. I don't know how else to end this.
1: I think community would be fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're just trying to, I don't know, have a, have a positive time. Talk about the parts of the game we do enjoy and not body shame people on Twitter. (laughs) 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 Like I want to talk about it so bad, but I just want I just I don't, want, I don't want a whole man to come after me.
1: I just want that gif of the guy going, understandable, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just I'm just gonna lean back. I'm out. Anyway, uh this has been Erico Blueberry. We will see you next week. Um go play some destiny. It's a good ass game.
1: Or don't. I'm not your dad,
0: but, but I could be. Your dad plays destiny.
1: Woogie, woogie,
2: woogie. <laughs> <laughs>